Hello and welcome to the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. This podcast is designed to empower you with the knowledge to live a healthy and happy life. My ethos is sustainability and my aim is to leave you better than I found you. I am a complete foodie, lover of all animals, recovering perfectionist, with a passion to help many achieve a life of health and well-being. I hope you take a lot from this podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. You're joined by me, your host, Rebecca, and of course, as ever, my wonderful sidekick, Edith. Now, today I want to talk about something that I am still actively recovering from. And I'm sure a lot of you listening to this will resonate hugely with this mindset. And that is perfection. So you avid perfectionists out there, actively trying to control everything, this one's for you. So perfection. Perfectionism. It is not, shockingly, the path that leads us to our goals. It's the detour that leads us to self-destruction, shame, blame and judgment. We've grown up in a world of people-pleasing, perfection and proving. And many people now hold this ideology that success comes from doing things perfectly. Perfectionism is not self-improvement. It's self-destruction. It's disengaging and it gets in the way of healthy striving. It's centred around a perception of beliefs. A perception that doesn't exist. That is impossible to attain. Your perception of perfection is different from anybody else's and it's a manifestation of thoughts and beliefs over time governed by your previous experiences in life. To thoughts now that you hold within yourself, that you have wildly high expectations but it actually brings about all or nothing thinking and it trips you up more times than it keeps you accountable. And as the queen Brené Brown puts it so wonderfully, perfection feeds shame that corrodes the very part of us that's capable of change. If I look and do everything perfectly, I can avoid or minimise the painful feelings of blame, judgement and shame. So we now, many of us, hold this perception of perfection that if we do everything perfectly, if we push and push and push, not only will we be successful, but we'll be accepted, we'll be validated, we'll be worthy. But we're never going to get there. Because as I alluded to at the beginning, it's a perception. It's a perception of your thoughts. And growing up, we've had things celebrated when they were done well, right? You 
did some exams as an example and you got A star. Perfect. Well done. So now you hold this belief and of course the messaging in society of those three P's, perfection, proving and pleasing, fueled from self-objectification as well, especially with the females. We now hold this belief that we have to be perfect, but it's not healthy. Healthy striving is self-focused. Perfectionism is other-focused, i.e. what will people think? Will they judge me? Or I'm doing this for other people because you believe what you should be doing is based on this judgment from others. And now you strive constantly for perfection. But it's the opposite of healthy striving. It doesn't exist. It's holding you back. And it's actually giving you an excuse. So that's the biggie. It's stopping you achieving your goals. And this is not just with your health or with fat loss or with muscle gain or with anything nutrition focused. It's pretty much everything in life. If you can't do it perfectly, you don't do it at all. Which is stopping you from taking action, making the process longer, harder, and preventing you achieving your goals. You can look at this with like an interview as well. Oh, I haven't got time to do my CV perfectly and fill in the job application perfectly. So you don't do it. Likewise, with say fat loss, right? <clears throat> oh, I can't perfectly hit my calories today. I can't perfectly do 10,000 steps. Thank you very much, diet culture, for putting this pressure on people. So what's the point? Don't do it all. Or I've gone out this morning for breakfast and I've had an almond croissant because let me tell you, they are the best croissant in the world. But because it's not perfectly hitting your diet plan that was given to you on your six-week shred... You don't do the rest of the day. So you throw in the towel because you're trying to be perfect. And now just cycling back to what I mentioned in terms of calories and steps. Diet culture has pushed this message that success comes from perfecting your calories and your steps. It's not that. It's about your mindset, the intention behind your action and your awareness. If your mindset is in this perfectionist place you will find you are off track more than you are on track. If your intentions are wildly restrictive and you're trying to do everything perfectly, when life happens because shockingly life does, you won't have the adaptability. You won't have the flexibility psychologically to be able to navigate more intentional action towards your goal. You won't have the awareness of what you can be doing because you're still holding this perception of what you feel you should be doing to get your results. So imperfection takes away that excuse. It sits with realistic expectations. It helps you navigate your commitments while still showing up for yourself. And the reality is anything is better than nothing. And if you are trying to perfectly do it and you can't do it, you're doing nothing. So imperfection saves you. 
Imperfect action creates more action than perfection ever will. Shockingly, you'll get to your goal quicker if you're imperfect every now and again. The unrealistic standards, expectations held in so many actually prevent the action and increase those on-off behaviours. Now I can hear you. You hold this fear around imperfection. You hold this fear that if you give yourself a break, then you're failing. But that is not bad. It's because of this perception of perfection. You have this belief around success coming from what you do. So if it doesn't quite go to plan, you feel like you failed. So your fear of failing is holding you back. Shockingly, nobody is perfect and you actually don't need to be perfect. But you're holding yourself back in a misery zone through this limiting belief. And the reality is you will fail. We fail at all things in life. All things. I remember failing my driving test the first time round. I can drive now because I did it again. So I learned from that situation. I adapted and I tried again. 80% of GPs fail their exams. But we have GPs within the NHS because they learn and they try again. Failing doesn't make you bad. It makes you human. And the best thing about failing is failure is feedback. And without feedback, there can be no transformative change. Failing presents an opportunity to learn. And when you learn, you understand more. You learn the tools to adapt to situations going forward, should that situation arise again, thus making you more consistent and actually reducing that false dichotomy thinking. Perfection and fear of failure hold you back from achieving anything. They stop you being courageous and taking action in pursuit of any goal. Perfection impacts things like spontaneity. So you can't say yes to going out socially because it doesn't fit your calories. So then you're preoccupied, then you're food focused, then you're not connecting. You're missing one of the basic needs of humans because you hold this perception of perfection. So it stops you enjoying life, navigating, adapting, being flexible. And because you're perfectly trying to hit your calories and because you're trying so meticulously hard to control it, you actually lead to that lack of control. Perfection reduces creativity. It prevents action, has unrealistic expectations and it feeds that shame battle. And instead of thinking what you need to do, because your need is coming from this should, filled from society, fueled from society, sorry. And trying to do it perfectly, switch to what I can do. For me, on a subjective level, with your commitments, with your time constraints, with your children, with your family, with your work. Perhaps, as an example, you cannot get your usual 10k steps in. But 
you have capacity to go for two 20-minute walks, maybe between the children's clubs or maybe dropping the children off at school or maybe on your lunch break. Now, because you can't get your 10k steps in, with your perfection mindset, you do nothing. With your imperfection mindset, you're like, ah, I can do that. So you take action. Therefore, you are more consistent. It's what you do for the majority of the time that brings about your success. Maybe you have a catch up with your friends on a Saturday morning. Instead of having the pastry and blowing off the day because you're saying your pastry isn't perfect, you have your pastry and you plan your lunch and your evening meal. And you plan them with high protein, high veggies. Therefore, you're recognising what you can be doing in that situation. Another one. You may not have chance to get to the gym. Instead, you do a home workout. And you've only got 15 minutes. So you do 10 squats, 10 lunges, 10 push-ups for three rounds. You're looking at what you can be doing in these situations. A perfectionist mindset will hold you back from living your life. Building sustainable, lasting approach with nutrition. You'll be forever trying to prove yourself to society based on this judgment that you hold. It will keep you in a very narrow place psychologically. And we know now the biggest elements of health whilst they do include nutrition and fitness, it's about your mindset. It's about social connection. It's about awareness. It's about boundaries. It's about psychological flexibility and adapting to situations. And now considering how many times you say, I've fallen off track. I've done something wrong. And how many times that then spirals. You do this on holidays because you can't do it perfectly, so you don't do it at all. So you go away and you overeat, but how does that leave you feeling mentally? So preoccupied, guilt, shame. It's corroding the very part of you that is capable of change. Thank you, Brené Brown, because that just, it just sounds wonderful, doesn't it? So what can you do if you're in this perfection mindset? You've got to get comfortable with the uncomfortable because you're trying meticulously to control everything. So what can you do? Try being late to a couple of things. Try being five minutes late and recognise that nothing bad happens. Try saying yes to more things, being courageous. Somebody asks you to go out, write down, what would I benefit from this? I've already had two meals a day. What can I do tomorrow to intentionally drive my actions towards my goals? Reflect on it. How did you feel? Bring about some mindfulness to the situation, some deep breathing, tummy breathing. Take your time with your thoughts. Instead of instantly reacting, you've got to put some conscious effort into unpicking, unlearning where this has come from. This will manifest from years, years and years and years. And I know mine manifests from like childhood. I used to compete horses as I was growing up. And if I came second, my dad would tell me I was the first loser. So it was only ever celebrated when I won. That was a massive success. Alongside that with my exams. 
It was very proud of my, my dad was very proud if I did well. Outside of that, it was always, oh, okay, need to do better, need to do better. But when you can see how this holds you back and actually prevents you achieving your goals, it gives you the capacity to then unpick it, unlearn it and rewrite your new now. How do you want to feel for the rest of your life? Do you forever want to be consumed by the thoughts of other people and this perception of your worth coming from what you do? Do you want to look back on your life and think, yeah, I nailed proving myself to everybody else. I nailed perfection. Actually, it doesn't exist, right? And instead of saying to yourself, what should I be doing? And this should coming from expectations held in diet culture, in societal pressures, in the media. Because again, we're all different. We've all got different commitments. We've all got different lifestyles. Asking yourself, what can I do? Not only will it create more action, it will actually build your confidence and lean into that when you do take action because that will give you frequent evidence of the success that you are making towards your goals, that you are taking. You are taking that action, building that internal confidence, that internal self-worth. That doesn't come from perfection. That doesn't come from just tracking your calories. No, that comes from taking action, taking action more frequently, more consistently, and adhering to a process that really benefits your life, that adds significant value to your life, which is why no one diet fits all. So if you're resonating with this, take some time to reflect. Those problems that I mentioned, reflect frequently, set your intentions daily. What do you want to achieve? How can you do that? And lean into that discomfort. Be courageous and say yes to more things. Reflect on those yes. Take your time with breathing. Take your time with the mindfulness. And I hope this helps you now understand why perfection is preventing your actions and preventing you achieving your results. I work through perfection with all of my clients, all of them, because it's a societal pressure, but it holds so many people back. And you know, I am a recovering perfectionist. I absolutely am. We all are. So if you're sat there now thinking, oh, do you know what? I am an avid perfectionist and I just want to take action because I want to achieve my goals and I want to flourish with an approach that works for me. I want to be able to nourish my mind, nourish my body, finally achieve my goals in a way that adds so much value to my life that I feel free from food preoccupation, where I feel free from food focus, where I can go on holiday imperfectly and bloody well enjoy it. My details are below in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do like, share, comment. Your support honestly means the absolute world to me. Thank you again.